and welcome to the Glacially Musical Podcast. It is beer, metal, and swearing. Of course, I am Nick Cameron of the most metal site that's the coldest ever in the winter doom. Glacially Musical. And I'm joined by my good friend, a man who's always spitting fire, who gets a little sour, who might choke you like he does me. Keefe Chlorine. How are we doing today, buddy? I'm, I'm hanging in there. It's been a rough one, another rough one as we get to the end of the year, but uh, this is always my favorite hour of the week. As it should be. It should be everyone's favorite hour of the week. We get ridiculous. We drink beer, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, if you are joining us this week as being as a part of the vinyl community, which, by the way, Keefe, hashtag vinyl community in this one. So everybody knows. That's like a thing I've been noticing lately as they put vinyl community. So what we normally do is a greeting, a beer check, a, sh- a vinyl check, shirt check, news check. We are going to issue the vinyl check because this week we are doing a vinyl community episode where we are talking only about records because uh, I have been ooh, just basically in the middle of an orgy of record purchasing and I need to get these off my chest and put away quickly. Uh, first off, though, beer check this week. I have a Urban Chestnut Fantasyland IPA. Drinking it out of my beautiful Iron Maiden Senjutsu pint glass. Finger fudge pour. Splendiferous, nice job. Uh, I wonder if we're going to get a new Robinson's beer for Bruce Dickinson's The Mandrake Project solo record. I don't care. I mean, quite honestly, I really want to love the Bruce Dickinson Iron Maiden beers, but uh, most of them are just okay. As you know from the flag behind me, the Trooper is one of my favorite any Iron Maiden anythings, and the Trooper beer is just not good. Just not good to me. It's not bad. It's just it's just okay. It's it's not okay enough for me to be spending twelve dollars for a four pack. I I concur. I am gonna drink a beer. You know I've had many times. The ginormous Dale's Pale Ale. No need to hold it right up to the camera like a boomer. Drank my last one this week. Pop. I think you heard it. That was a snap, crackle, and pop. Pour, 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 pour. Pour me another. Don't go over. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Let's cheers it up, sir. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Real quick, the finger fudge pour. When you pour it down the middle, it is not sexy. It looks like this. This looks terrible. However, when I started, the fu- the, the foam was at the Sun and Steel logo and it's popped away. So what that does is it takes the carbonation out of your beer and puts it in the air. So you're not gonna, we will not be burping like Barney. That's why we do it. Uh, shirt check this week, Keefe talked about how great Un was via text message. So rocking my Un shirt. I, I had hoped you would do that. And I am rocking an equally cool underground band Bellwitch, and fun fact, I haven't worn this shirt probably in about four years, and I just pulled out some new shirts for the rotation, and it still fits my chubby frame, so 
Are those the ones that did the the Mirror Reaper, that like 90 minute song? My God, I wanted a copy of that, but I, I, I found out about it after. Yeah, they put out a new record this year, again, like a complete surprise. Two, like they started a new trilogy of records. Again, it's all like one song, each record. That's all they do is one hour and a half song of just dreadful doom. Oppressive. Cloud Space Satanic, balls in your court. Mm. Hold my beer, they said. Uh, well, you know what? These guys put out a double record just on a Thursday, so give them a chance. Give them a chance. Uh, let's see, what else? News check this week. I don't really have any music news to talk about. The We are still living in the aftermath of the KISS ending. I still genuinely believe this will be over. I believe the avatars are going to come and go very quickly to be forgotten by June of next year. The more I think about it, the more... I just think it's kind of dumb. It's just dumb. So I don't expect we're going to we're gonna have the avatars very long. The big hockey news today is Craig Berube of the head coach of the St. Louis Blues. Stanley Cup winning head coach of the St. Louis Blues was fired because he could not work with the terrible roster created for him by Doug Armstrong. St. Louis is about to burn on this one. I mean, this, the season just started. It's pretty early to fire a coach, no? No, no, no. It's actually late. But they they lost four in a row. They haven't looked good. They haven't looked good because the team isn't good. You know, the, a lot of mistakes have been made since the year we won the stand, since the year the Blues won the Stanley Cup, and, and I think that there is it is what it is. We're both muted. You you got to unmute when I mute. Oh, my phone was going off, so sorry. Uh, I have, if that's all you've got, I have a few brief news items. Two of them pertain to vinyl, so I wanted oh, one of them. It's one story basically. So, but uh, Ghost Cult this week, just for some Ghost Cult news, we did our big all last week and Monday our album of the year countdown. Uh, Ghost Cult Mag reviewed. 606 records in 2023 our staff voted on almost 300 different records and we landed on 75 maybe next year we'll only do 50 but um we did a four-part series corresponding podcast some video stuff social media stuff website stuff and our number one album of the year is rather controversial it was black braid's second album black braid 2 and we've never had such an underground no normally when you get to the year-end stuff the albums that are top of mind are the major acts so people tend to vote with more mainstream or well-known band maybe not mainstream but like popular in metal popular in rock so the last winners of our album of the year this is our staff all over the world not just reviewers mostly reviewers but also photographers everybody that works with us and Last year's winner was Machine Head for their concept album. The year before that was Trivium. The year before that was Deftones. The year before that was etc. Behemoth, Gojira, Carcass. These are the bands that usually Ghost Ghost has won twice in, in 11 years of Ghost Cult. So, um, you know, normally these things are much more popular bands than Black Braid, who is not on a record label, doesn't have major management like Slipknot or somebody that could go DIY and still be successful. So I thought it was really cool because it's kind of a throwback to our roots. People online are pooping their pants with anger over this. They're so mad that we picked this band. 
I don't understand, like, something cool and out of the box, and we're getting shit for it. I'm really that, shocked. One of my favorite things I've ever heard is when somebody once said to me, in, in a similar vein to this, but not really, my God, you listen to such obscure music, but you only use the most mainstream news sources. Well, there is a reason for that. Uh, we're both muted again. Damn it. Um, oh, I can't. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lag, not in the vocal, not in the voice, but in the camera change. I'm not sure why. So I always pause for a second when I'm about to start talking. So the camera comes back to me. Um, but, they, you know, we'll work it out. We're working it out live on the air, sort of not live. But you know what I mean, live in the moment. Uh, but oh, so shoot, here, I'm not muted. Yeah, you're not. So here's... So, album of the year, if you, you know, I know Nick is not really listening to a lot of current metal, except obituary this year, but, it, you know, if anybody Still out there... Still some, not nearly enough. Yeah, you should check out Black Braid if you haven't, and if you are not a fan of black metal, you definitely wouldn't like the album, so I'd like to know what those people who are hating on it, would, what they would have voted for. Uh, but if you out there, listeners of Glacially Musical, want to drop a comment in our socials, as to what your favorite album of 2023 was. We don't do a lot of current music here, but just in case, let us know. Um, second news item, a few, like a couple of months ago, there was, a, I can't remember this, so I'm sorry that I don't have all my facts together, but there was a, a retired record executive who's, who's very against vinyl. I don't know if you heard this story, Nick. Uh, he felt, not. he feels like vinyl is gonna kill the planet it's terrible for the environment. It's a terrible delivery system for music. I think it's the best delivery system for music. And that I'm digital... Not a, I'm actually not a fan of vinyl. Okay. That's very strange of you to say. It's called oh. sarcasm. On an episode when we're about to check like $1,000 of records. Um, <laughs> anyhow, your sarcasm doesn't always translate on a podcast. Just saying. But I no, my you... best friend cannot tell when I'm being sarcastic. My deadpan yeah. is so dead. Yeah. Your deadpan is so dead that no one knows. You uh, you have that in common with another close friend of mine. And my dear friend Rebecca also cannot detect sarcasm, even when it's directly at her. She's just like, don't use it. I can't understand you. I'm like, I'm from New York. All I have is sarcasm. What do you want? Um, so this guy said, oh, records are bad for the environment. I can't believe we're making this much physical product in 2023. By the way, imagine the data centers needed to run Spotify or Bandcamp. Also environment killing data centers that run air conditioning 24-7 Wait, forever. wait, I mean, Spotify, they're in a really, you know, neutral, temperate climate, right? I mean, it's not somewhere like, I don't know, the icebox of Sweden, right? Totally right. I mean, it's not. I mean, most of the places that have data centers, it's about in how inexpensive it is. It's not about climate at all. Um, a lot of you, the U.S.'s data centers for cell phones and websites are in Utah, Montana, Idaho, Nevada. Not none of good... the. I'm. I was. That was my sarcasm again. The okay. point was, they're not in like just places that are cheap to own. There are places that are like Missouri. You should not put your data center in Missouri. Uh, have you? Have you? Did you listen to that song I posted, St. Louis? How do you do it? One of the lines is, "105 in the summertime, winter nine below." 
So if you put your data center here, you screwed up because you're going to be paying crazy money in the summer and crazy money in the winter. That That's the joke. So they're, you know, I know Spotify is based out of, I want to say Sweden, you know, it's somewhere in the icebox up there. And if you're doing your data centers out of Utah, out of Montana, out of Idaho, you're doing it in these horribly cold climates and it actually costs more money to heat than it does to cool because it takes more power to generate heat than it does to, to cool down. Fair enough. Now, why did I go through this great lengthy setup? The punchline is today I got an email. Last year was the first time ever a, a vinyl was made, it's actual modern vinyl, the way we see records, was made without polyvinyl, whatever that chemical is, that, may, that literally the thing that makes a vinyl vinyl. And last year, where the first one ever was made, and a company was launched, several companies were launched to make eco-friendly vinyl, in giant air quotes, eco-friendly. And so I got an email today from a company called Green Vinyl, who is teamed up with a company called Rude Cares. I'm not sure what that means. And they are launching a campaign called Be The Change, exclusive eco-friendly and sustainable record drops from bands like Napalm Death, Carcass, Enter Shikari, and more. Notice all British bands. Pre-orders are live till today, so I think they're gonna sell right out because they're probably limited. Uh, and I mean, they look amazing. They're like 60 bucks each, not, you know, not counting the shipping, so it's pricey. The first one is Napalm Death Harmony Corruption from Earache, who you know is doing a lot of on-demand vinyl printing now. And they're calling it Greenal, is actually the company, Greenal. Uh, like vinyl, but green, right? And uh, yeah, it's uh, it looks like it's a this is a British company. Each drop is limited to five hundred or less, so five hundred. Uh, Enter Shikari, Common Dreads, is their second one, and uh, the Carcass one. I know you would be you won't buy it, but you'd be interested in it. I'm trying to see if that one is announced. Oh, it's Heartwork on limited green, like. The, not the Coke bottle green, but like a Kelly green. So, I mean, the packaging's beautiful. The albums look cool. I'm just curious on your thoughts on eco-friendly vinyl and if this is going to be a spark a trend or if it's not realistic. Sorry, I, I bumped I yield my days. time. Now you're on mute. Oh, damn it. I bumped some things, so yeah, I was working on that, and Keefe didn't go quite long enough for me to finish fixing. Anyway, uh, look, I love the idea of green vinyl. It's you know, I'm I drive an electric car. I drove a, a hybrid before that. I have always driven, you know, extraordinarily. Um, sorry, I messed things up. Uh, extraordinarily efficient cars my whole life the my biggest gas guzzler ever got 34 miles to the gallon that was the one that i was like oh my god but until such point that it's kind of like the green steak I, I love the idea but it's it's not that's not where the issue is but good on you for doing what you can because that's all we can do but i'm not going to spend 60 dollars on a record period it's just unless it's something rare if it's a brand new i mean i can get heartwork 16 ways till sunday for 1995 
love you, but I'm 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 going to abstain. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, that's all I got, man. Like uh, chaser week, we don't have to go deep on the news. And uh, I'm ready for the meet when you are. If you want to just hunker down and do all your vinyls, I'll wait my turn. Do you want to do it that way, or do you want to like we just go go like hit for hit? Nah, I ain't competition. I just rather it's you not do about all competition. Your, I'd rather just... you do all yours and then I do all mine. Okay, we can do it that way. Ready? Ready. Like, I wrote a song about it. Like the hit. Here it goes. So the senator don't like no <laughs> women. He prefers young boys in leather. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! The wow. Allison Chains unplugged moment right there for you. Okay, so uh, yeah, we are no longer um, under the financial strain of the house we have been trying to sell. So uh, enjoy what's coming up because there's a lot. Uh, first off, Pink Floyd, Masters of Rock. This has tracks such as Chapter Twenty Four. Candy in a current bun, apples and oranges, it would be so nice, and paint box, and Julia Dream. It's not very long, and it's not that great, but it was only $13 on Discogs. I gave the child, whom I'm now mentioning because she demands I mention her weekly, the child has been mentioned. I gave her my copy of relics which had arnold lane and cmle play and i've got live versions of cmle play and arnold lane now that i think about it but none of them have sid of course so i actually came across that at uh dead wax records i was going to go back to pick it up later and i just i didn't get there i'm sorry dead wax records and i believe they even had it at frenchtown records and antiques as well sorry frenchtown I got that for, like I said, 15 bucks on Discogs. Okay, up next, at the Antique Mall on Watson Avenue, formerly General Grant Antique Mall. I don't know what it's called now. Lita Ford, Dancing on the Edge. This does not have any of your favorite Lita Ford tunes. Gotta Let Go, Dancing on the Edge, Dressed to Kill, Hit and Run, Lady Killer, Still Waiting, Fire in my heart, don't let me down tonight, and run with the money. They had two Lita Ford records there. I did not realize that Lita Ford had a solo career before Kiss Me Deadly. Sorry, didn't know. Uh, but that actually totally explains why Dee Snyder told her not to do the sexy exploitation stuff, which she is doing on that record. Uh, they actually had two albums there, and Lawyer Wife was like, why didn't you get them both? Uh, I'm used to being really poor. So I didn't want to spend, you know, 30 instead of just 16. But you've been rich in love, and that's the number one thing. Very much so, but not records. Uh, although I think some people might disagree. All right. Up next. Oh, by the way, those first two were just black. Nothing interesting. Do we have prices on all these or no? Uh, the first one I paid 15 on Discogs. The second I paid 16 at the store. At the Antique Mall. I, I said those. Now, next, you may recall when we were in Vintage Vinyl, I said, did you gentlemen know that Reunion was released on vinyl? None of us knew, so if you're accusing me of not listening to records from 2023, I'm going to ask you to shut your sorry mouth. Because I've got Black Sabbath's only 2023 release that I am aware of. 1998, 1998's Reunion. 
uh, got this on Amazon. It is a triple gatefold, which is the most useless thing in the world. Uh, this is black vinyl at vintage vinyl. They were selling it for 50. I got it for 39 on Amazon. Listen to it once. It's, it's, it, it's damn good. It sounds damn good. I'm going to actually you and say, well, actually, there have been several Black Sabbath releases this year. They've all been box sets except that one. Not helpful. As you were. Moving on, Record Store Day was a thing that happened. And we discussed Record Store Day, and I don't remember what I said about this one. I did not buy the Coheating Cambria record I said I might buy, though I had it in my hands. I did not buy the Doors album that I said I might buy, though I had it in my hands, because it was another Morrison Hotel tour. And if anybody does not know how you can get the best-sounding Morrison Hotel-era live album from the Doors, you can buy Survey Says absolutely live and then if you want to make it awesome pick up a live she cried to go right behind it and you can get both of these really cheap probably about 30 bucks for the pair and that's like three full lps of doors live goodness what i did come home with was a record that i wanted so badly when it was new 1992 was an amazing time in the world i guess i mean i wasn't dead i was alive and that's when Slayer was at the height of their powers. The zenith of Slayer, body count drops. It's an amazing time for metal and mainstream metal. So what do they do? Rap, metal, soundtrack. Judgment Night soundtrack. I'm gonna pull this one out. The others have already been cleaned, all the business, of course. Booyah! Nice red vinyl. I believe this has been released before. Booyah. Yellow, yellow, orange, and now red. Uh, that's one of my Holy Grail records I don't have, and it's the one they didn't have when I went to go get my my batch of vinyl. I'm going to check. Well, that sucks ass for you. Glad you got it. Uh, it's actually quite good. I I think I probably never bought it because it's not all rap metal. Like, I remember when Onyx and Biohazard came out when they did their version of Slam when uh, Slayer did an, a, a song with Ice-T, which seems silly because, I mean, they could have just done Body Count. But, you know, whatever, whatever. Well, funny enough, the Slayer Ice-T song is the one truly hardcore metal song on there. The other songs that are not rap metal are like rock songs with a rap in it, which I still think is cool. Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill, Pearl Jam and Cypress Hill. Um, um, Del the Funky Homo Sapien and Dinosaur Jr. God damn Jr. you! You what? said it. You said his name and you didn't give me the chance. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. Well, I'm just going... Yes. I'm I know. Fill, I, I'm just filling I should, air. I should have already mentioned it. It should be leading with this incredible Yeah, I, I buried the lead because, you know, I now finally have Dell on vinyl and I have recently put Dell's Both Sides of the Brain on my Amazon, on my Discogs wish list. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. I love... I was I into that album when it was new. I mean, I'm a fan of that one. He sings about the Sega Dreamcast. It's got protoculture on it. I mean, that's like... My jam in 2000 was... Protoculture by Dell. 
he might have been like the first the the first like the first Mega Ran or the first MC Lars. Yeah, he he might have been the first nerd rapper of all time, without trying to be. Unless you want to count Humpty from Digital Underground. I do not. Oh. Moving on. The Darkness. I forget the name of this one. Uh, Motor Heart. I love The Darkness. They are a gorgeous little terrible English glam band that makes no sense. Boring black vinyl, nothing there. Uh, oh, uh, Judgment Night, I believe I paid uh, 25-ish for. This one was actually quite cheap. It was on sale on Amazon for like $16. So, snap, snap. All right. Now, what is the rule about in the wild, Keefy? I don't know. Oh, balls. In the wild, standards lower. Before I walked into the record store this day, Vintage Vinyl, by the by, and gave them $17 and $30 for whatever the hell I bought for my kid. Who am I mentioning again? Uh, my favorite Black Sabbath, or my, I had all of the Ozzy Osbourne records I required. Those records are Blizzard Diary Tribute. Those to me are the only complete Ozzy Osbourne albums. Sorry, everyone else. I'm sorry for your next 40 years of never achieving what you did in the first 18 months. However, I might have come across No Rest for the Wicked. For $16.99. Can you read that gold printing there? It, it looks like Arabic. I cannot. Uh, it's actually a very terrible printing. Uh, anybody who collects vinyl from the 80s will know that gold printing on the back of a record. That is the promo stamp from CBS Records. Try not to speak with the record right in front of your mouth, by the way. Because it's I like blah, 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 Charlie Brown's teacher voice. Yes, I am aware and I apologize. I apologize for my, my mistake. That is the golden CBS promo stamping. So this is a record that was sent to reviewers or a radio station. I don't know which because it doesn't it doesn't have uh, I can tell you it wasn't played because it does not have uh, what my cream record has, which is my cream record has a graph page on the front showing when it was played on the radio. So I have a cream record played by KC95. People listening to this have, may have heard that record that I have. That's incredible. And not as, this one. As Lester Bang said in Almost Famous, you'll never get paid much money, but you will get free records from the record company. Yes, it is. Okay, am I, how am I on time? All right. There's what time? What is time? Time is nothing. All righty. Here's like one of the greatest things about sharing records on Instagram. Every now and again, somebody shares something so cool. It looks so awesome. And that's the thing about vinyl for me. It looks cool. When it looks cool, I'm interested. I am immediately interested when I see something great. So before I show you the cover, I'm going to show you the record and see what you think. Look at that. It's pretty. It is the coolest, the coolest colored vinyl I have ever purchased in my life. Thankfully, it is death metal. 
And you know I love me some death metal. And not just death metal, but it is crusty, musty death metal. The name of the band is Molder. Completely unfamiliar with them. This record came out in 2022, so it's modern metal, Keefy. Uh, the album is Engrossed in Decay. Got some nice gents on the back. If you have the opportunity to pick this one up, I suggest you do it. I believe I got this on Amazon for 25 or so. I don't recall for sure. Alrighty. How much? Oh, two said 25. Okay. Around that. Uh, yeah, I was going to buy it on Bandcamp, but I'm sorry. Uh, if it's on Bandcamp and Amazon, and lo- I'm going to have to have a reason to get it on Bandcamp because you know what? The, the shipping is way better. Well, more money goes to the band, so that is the reason to buy. I don't want to... Right now, I'm very conflicted about supporting Bandcamp at all because I don't know what they look like as a company in the future where they don't treat people well, but neither does I Amazon. I have actually been uh, spending some cash on Bandcamp this week, and we'll get to that later. In the meantime, got my second, my, my, in, on uh, Father's Day this year, my family told me they would buy me three records off my Discogs wish list. One a month, starting in July. In November, I got number two. And the thing about this record is, and let's see if you can guess what it is, Keefy, because you follow my Instagram and you look at my Facebook and all that kind of craziness. This is my last ACDC record. I am done with ACDC. What record is this? Is it, is it uh, Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap? I have two copies of Dirty Deeds. So not that one. Um, Highway to Hell. Ding, 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 ding! Highway to Hell. This is a standard, normal pressing. I do not know what they paid for it. It does have the classic Atlantic logo and label. Uh, If you don't know, the reason why record labels are called record labels, it's because of literally the label put onto a record. That's what it is. Kind of stupid when you say it out loud. Labels are for cans, man. Alrighty, next we're going to get into some modern metal, Keefy. Yeah, I'm going to point out each time this happens. Uh, actually, it's not metal. Uh, you like psychedelic rock, Keefy? You like swirly, swirly, wah-wah-laden guitars, singing about magic mushrooms and living with pearls? We all like that. Come on. Hair of by El Perro. Parker Griggs, recently of Radio Moscow, Uh, formerly of Radio Moscow, has started a new band, which I do not understand because he played all the instruments and wrote all the songs in Radio Moscow. And in El Perro, he writes all the songs and plays a lot of instruments. So I don't know why it's got a new name. So to me, it's Radio Moscow, because why the hell not? I got this on Amazon for about 20 bucks. Was not a lot. Thank you, Amazon, for the nice bending Right there, look at that. Nice bent up. I don't care. I'm never going to get rid of this, so I don't care. This is on a live natural sound record. A live natural sound is my favorite, favorite modern record label. If you know, you know. And if you don't, get on the trolley. Because it's not metal. It's a lot of old school blues and soul. This is the label where the Black Keys released their first record. 
and a lot of cool stuff like that. This one is on pretty sweet translucent orange vinyl. Uh, same color as my Testament record. Low. Testament Low is on that. I have on that color. Alrighty, I'm getting thirsty. I'm getting thirsty. Drop one, Keithy. Drop one. Um, you have definitely mentioned that label on here before. Absolutely love it. That label is very special to me because they are the label that Black Diamond Heavies uh, was on. And mm. the Black, I think I've told this story before. I can tell it shortly. But in 2008, with lawyer wife, who was at that point in time lawyer girlfriend, we went to the Schlafly Tap Room and I bought the first album I had bought at a show in 10, 15 years at that point. And it was, it was uh, the Black Diamond Heavies, James Legg, a.k.a. John Wesley Myers. He's changed his name, so thank you. That's a great plan. But, and that was the beginning of me getting back into music. So that label, that group, all that stuff, very special to me. That is also... Uh, 20 Watt Tombstones, Good Friends, Left Lane Cruiser are on that label. Of course, Black Diamond Heavies, James Legg. Um, God, what else? Nathaniel Meyer, the old soul singer. Lots of cool stuff. Lots of cool bands and a lot of really cool indie rock, indie blues, boogie blues. If Just check them out. All right, we are getting close to the end of the pile-ish. Here is one I bought for Lawyer Wife. Lawyer Wife... Um, has been talking about this artist all year because she won a country music award. So she says, is this a good price, $20 for this album? My response was, that has got to be a counterfeit that can't be right. So she orders it and I ask her, did the record show up? And she goes, well, what happened was I didn't buy a record. I actually bought the sheet music. So now we have the sheet music to this record as well. And I said, would you like me to take care of this? Would you like me to get it for you? She's like, yes, yes, I really, really want it. She actually said she would listen to this in the sitting room and just chill with us. So I purchased for her Tracy Chapman. I believe it is just self-titled. I don't know. Yes, it is the Tracy Chapman self-titled album. Now, what's interesting about this, it is a, on Amiga Records. Are you familiar with that? I am not. Look at that that record there. That is in beautiful blendiferous shape. This is an original pressing from Europe. If you can tell me the name of the country this came from on one guess, one guess, Keefe, I will give you... I will give you a one of my copies of Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Not the New Zealander. One guess. Belgium. You gotta, and you got to be specific. Go. Belgium. No. West Germany. All right. Yeah, I know. It's from West Germany. It's just Germany now. In 1989, it wasn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nicholas. What am I you digging this? Do? We having fun? We having fun? We are having a great time. This is All right. educational. What, what you buy is educational. What I buy is puerile. Go ahead. Penile? Next, on to, I've got two more records, and then I'm done for the week. So, I mentioned Bandcamp. 
Black Doomba Records. I'm going to point out right there, Black Doomba. Behind me, the record label that puts out those amazing Grave Huffer records, which are modern metal, and I have those too. Keefe. Black Doomba Records is having a half-off everything sale. And I went, oh, shiznatch. Because you know what? I love me some Black Doomba Records. And I got a copy of Tommy Stewart's Dire Wolf. Doomsday Deferred. And if that is not the greatest title you've ever heard, you're a liar. Uh, I have not listened to this record yet. I have not listened to this record ever, I don't believe. I may have reviewed it, however. Now, what's cool about this is... Is that you've never listened to it, but you reviewed it, huh? I, mi- I might have reviewed it. I don't, so you so did I may, listen to I, it. I may have listened to it. I don't remember. You haven't listened to that actual copy yet. No, I, I have either listened to this album, the music contained therein, or I have not. I don't recall. I do not remember what Tommy Stewart's Dire Wolf record I reviewed. But this did come out during the time I was reviewing a bunch of crap, so I may have. Now, this one, look at at that color my friend can you see it can you get a good like a smoky green yeah or weed and there's marijuana leaves all over it because of weed Mm Mm-hmm. it's in the bible it's okay you can all smoke it hey that's what they said in legalize it it's in legalize it by cannibal by cannibal by cypress hill but and we, oh i thought you were gonna say it was legalize it by peter tosh i mean like clearly the best legalize it is... or it could have been legalized by cannabis corpse if they don't have one what are they even doing oh, yeah. uh quick look at the the cover again you may notice all the pot leaves big uh angry gonna eat you green man pot leaf on the back so kudos for that one now the le- next record the last record of the bunch let me show you the and again, this is one of those times where a cool colored record caught Nick's attention. I mean, look at this. Look at the gorgeousness and gorgeousity. This is the kind of thing that'll get Alexander Delarge ready to go. Uh, I have not heard this album. I listened to about half of a track and went, that's the sugar. Seemed like some cool desert rock. This is Holy Roller swimming witch it's a great cover it's a great looking record it is just it is just all the things to make me want to buy it and love it and be happy uh i think between the two of those it was 30 dollars for the pair that's crazy well i mean the, the good thing is is because it's coming from a label it's not two ships it's one ship so i got i paid seven bucks to ship two and as always black duma takes care of you ship packages does all the goodness and the money is going right to the label and the bands and mm-hmm. no in between mm-hmm. no mr in between so Alrighty, i that is quite a check you have there sir i might ask you to actually like type them all out and send me a list rather than me have to do it um okay give me two seconds two seconds give me a pause And we're back. Uh, Nick's very detailed and deep vinyl check is always a worthy experience. I learned so much from how he buys records. I buy records in a slightly different manner. Just going to point out one quick thing. 
the genres that I checked today wildly different. That is also true. So are mine for the most part. Uh, so I have been on good behavior since I came back from St. Louis, mostly in terms of buying stuff, not too many purchases. Uh, I feel like I've checked most everything from that trip. Probably not. Maybe next week I'll check the last few. Um, so Record Store Day, as we've discussed, previewed, premiered, talked about, is a big deal to me. Now that I have a place that I like going to. Fun story. I may have told this. Stop me if I have. Last year, I came out to Record Store Day. Um, year before, I tried to do, like, just show up and buy stuff at Amoeba. And they were like, yeah, no, you have to come at midnight the night before, put your list in, and then you get lucky if you get your thing. Even though they have sometimes dozens of copies of the thing because they're Amoeba. So I'd rather patronize, even though I love Amoeba, I'd rather patronize the smaller store. And I discovered Thrill House Records in the Mission District, which I will take you to and buy you any vinyl of your choice if we go there, within reason. Nothing off the wall. That's a lot of pricey stuff. But anything in the, in the, the stacks, I'll buy you whatever you want. The Thank snacks. you for that. I appreciate that. If you have, whenever quick, you come here. Quick vinyl purchasing lesson. If a record is really expensive and not on the wall... It's not actually worth how much they're asking for. Maybe. That seems that seems about right. So, uh, last year I went to Record Store Day at the Thrill House Records, took, got up, took a uh, day after Thanksgiving, took an Uber over to the store to get there quicker. I got there at 7.30 and there was already, already a 50-person line down the block and around the corner. And stuff was already gone by the time I got to the front. People were walking out dejected because they don't have a ton of selection. They have a great selection, but they don't have, for a record store, they just don't get that many. So that maybe like that Taylor Swift Record Store Day vinyl for 2022, long gone by the time most people got to the front. Most of what I wanted was there when I got to the front, and I, of course, ended up buying stuff I didn't plan to buy because I'm bad at planning. Um, when you went back to the front? Back to the front. So this year, I'm like, I'm going to be one of the first people in this year. So again, I wake up extra early after Thanksgiving. I get throw my clothes on. I get in an Uber. I get to the store and no one's there at 7 o'clock. I'm like, okay, no one's here. This is weird. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and no one's there. And the gates are closed and no one's in the shop and no one's showing up. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? So I go and I look at their web. I go and look at their website, nothing. I go and look at their Facebook, nothing. I go and look at their Instagram, and there's a Record Store Day logo with an X through it and a note that says, we have decided to not participate in Record Store Day Black Friday in a traditional way this year because we looked at the list and it wasn't that great. Where's the punk rock? We don't like it. So we're going to open at regular time with a smaller purchase than we've made before, and if you show up at noon, you'll get your things. Well, damn, I went all the way out here for nothing. So I went and found a place that was open for breakfast, had a coffee and a breakfast, Sammy. Went back home, slept for a couple more hours, woke back up, jumped back in another Uber, ran all the way back to the record store right when they opened. And I managed to get all of my record store day, like my list of things I wanted to get, except the Judgment Night, which again, I been trying to get for some years and I just haven't pulled the trigger on it for whatever reason. They're out there. There's plenty out there. I just haven't bought it yet. Uh, so, 
I everything I have is from Thrill House Records on Record Store Day. Almost all of them were twenty-five to thirty-five dollars. I am extremely pleased with this list. Oh, there was one thing that I didn't get that wasn't a Record Store Day thing, but I had mentioned it in our rundown. It came out the week before Record Store Day, but for all intents and purposes, it is a Record Store Day style release, and it was the brand new repress for the first time ever of SSD controls. The kids will have their say. It was already sold out at that place. I could get it online. They did give me an awesome poster, which then got dented up on the way home on the bus. But anyway, somebody bumped into me and smushed it. But here is my Record Store Day haul. And I just opened them all right before this poured cast. So here's my Invest in Vinyls that I'm going to all put them in. And I have this, the roundies for this inner sleeve. Uh, you can get this entire pack of Invest in Vinyl outer sleeves at our link in our link tree in our description of both our podcast and, I mean, I assume our podcast. I hope you're putting the link in of the course, description. Of course, and, and in our YouTube videos. So please like and subscribe. Here's an opportunity to ask you to do that. And also maybe buy this with our link, which gives us a couple of shekels to buy more records. Because what else would we do if we made money with this thing? We'd buy records. Also, I need to start buying outer sleeves. <laughs> I have not purchased a single one. So here, here's my, my, my haul, minus the SSD control that I wanted and the Judgment Night they didn't have. First up, never before on vinyl, uh, or maybe once on vinyl 40 years ago, this is Wendy O. Williams and the Plasmatics. Uh, this is Maggot's The Record. This is the very first heavy metal opera ever. And it's not the best Wendy o. Williams record, but it's pretty damn cool. The back has, here's the artwork on the front. Some weird alien stuff going on with the globe. The back is actually the back tattoo of Wendy o. Williams in a photograph. Uh, pretty killer. And uh, this comes with, I believe, a poster, lyrics, a gorgeous photo of Wendy. She might be kind of nude, semi-nude in that photo, so we're not going to dwell on it. On limited to 300 copies. Pretty stuck in there. Why is it so hard to get out? Static electricity. Put them in static sleeves. Set them in static sleeves quickly. Normalize the mylar. All right, it's it's like literally stuck in the vinyl, stuck in the sleeve, and I can't get it out without ripping this. So, oh well. You're going to have to imagine that is this red. I can't get it out. It's literally, look, like it's literally, I can't, I can't get it without breaking it. So we're going to just leave it there for now. But it does come, I believe this is a poster. So let's just open this up for a second. Look at this gorgeous Keefe will never get to listen to it. I'm never going to listen. It's just done. Look at this poster. I'm going to cover my face with the poster. Damn. Damn, she was a gorgeous lady and so talented. The the photo on the left, I believe, is from a movie she was in. Uh, perhaps. Uh, this came out on B BFD Records, aptly named. Uh, the next record I got for Record Store Day. Uh, not a rare one, but um, this is kind of cool. This is the debut or the second album from Napalm Death, the second album with Lee. Uh... This is from Enslavement to Obliteration. Look at the little, the what's this called? The Japanese guy right here? OB strip. OB. Thank you. It comes with an OB strip. And uh, this was the record, I think, before Barney came in. 
as the vocalist. And uh, again, this is beautifully done. This is from Earache Records. This was 35 for a single. A little pricey. Worth having. Again, on the colored vinyl. And this is a beautiful RNG vinyl guy here. Nice orange creamsicle. 35 is a little pricey, but so, unfortunately still reasonable. Yep, I wanted it. And it also comes with this awesome inner sleeve kind of a postery thing. Uh, not too bad. But, uh, yeah, I wanted it. I got it. I like having the OB strip. I, I accidentally elbowed the keyboard and paused the recording because I'm awesome. Okay, moving right along. Easy spose. <laughs> this is a really cool one. And arguably the band that kicked off the hype about Bandcamp for Metalheads. So this is literally... An important band. This last year for Record Store Day, they had the Ronnie James Dio live album that Nick and I both purchased live in Fresno. So there was so a lot good. of so there good. was a lot of local metalheads interested in buying that record because they had been to the show. I am not from the Bay Area, but I am a Bay Area, a bit of a Bay Area historian of metal. Enthusiast. I, I am an enthusiast because I love the thrash so much, so much, and we have. This is pretty great. This is Sacrilege, Party with God, right? This is a San Jose thrash metal band. This has been out of print forever. Uh, this was 25 out on Southern Lord Records. And... You don't mind if I could just jump in real quick? Man, we got a fucking problem. A little bit. So this comes with a comic book. A Sacrilege BC comic book. So, like, people will know Sacrilege BC was one of their, like, putting out their old stuff on Bandcamp after being a defunct band for many years was the thing that got people, metalheads were like, I have never been able to hear this. And they they bought thousands of these downloads from Bandcamp and then made the band make merch and vinyl because of the popular, like, they still made so much money on digital, which is insane if you really think about it. So, this has... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, so part, so yeah, um, party with God, uh, inner sleeve, and another staticky thing. Boy, these things are staticky as f. I wonder if it's my house. Um, another one where the vinyl is not coming loose, but I'm gonna make it come out. I guess I could have unboxed these beforehand. All right. Here's the Party with God black vinyl with my fingerprints now all over it. And it also came with this extra EP that is a white vinyl. Also already in the Mylar. The, par the Party with God uh, white vinyl EP, like the demo. So that's nice. quite a, that was $30, quite a, quite a load for $30. Um, you said load. I did say load. Three more to go. Probably my holy grail for the whole Bandcamp Friday is this next one. Uh, this is the breakthrough album by the group I Wrestled a Bear Once. It's all happening. You know what that's named for. I Wrestled a Bear Once, Record Store Day uh, hype sticker with the crazy... It's never been on vinyl. This is a CD... 
and digital release from Century Media. The band is broken up. The band we have now, instead of I Wrestle the Bear Once, is Spirit Box, with the final singer of, of I Wrestle the Bear Once and their longtime guitarist, Inner Sleeve, lyrics, credits, thank yous, uh, the very distinctive out, uh, artwork front and back. And the already in the Mylar with the cool sticker of the album artwork. I don't think this is on a cool color, but I like appreciate greatly that it came in the Mylar already. This was $34.95, but this was my holy grail for the whole weekend. So no complaints there. Now, down to the last two. This was kind of a game time decision. I wasn't going to buy this. And then they had one left, and I bought it. So I have actually very little hip-hop on vinyl. I, I do love a lot of hip-hop, but I typically don't buy a ton of it. I have Wu-Tang. I have The Chronic. I have some Tupac. I have KRS-One. And it kind of stops there. So this was considered to be a rarity, hard to get in the lore of the internet. This is Nas, I Am the Autobiography, which was a rare and hard-to-get demos and outtakes record. And uh, I believe that Nas, to me, is one of the greatest MCs to ever do it. A very strange and weird, off-putting Nas as an Egyptian statue. Right? <clears throat> yeah, I've got no interest in that. Yeah. This is on double vinyl, so I'm only going to take out the one. Did come in the uh, paper sleeve. Not a fan, but okay. Uh, so again, just kind of the distinctive album artwork-centric label on the black 180 gram. Remastered, personally overseen by Nas. Oh, you know, I think it's pretty cool. And last I, and I'm, I, I'm just I'm on record with I don't like demos and unreleased. I understand that was twenty five dollars. And then this next one, which was $25, is an album we have discussed recently on the podcast. And I said in our preview of Record Store Day, I would like to have it, but I didn't have to have it. Uh, what I am going to say is this this is uh, X-Cops. You have the right to remain silent. This is the punk rock side project from Core that Dave Rocky played bass in and Michael Bishop, Blothar, the berserker, Blothar, sings lead in. And this is his band, technically. This is the band he did when he was out of Gore. Um, unfortunately, this was, so you see how this came in the plastic here, right? With the sticker. There was like a weird, I don't know if this is from whoever sold these and packaged them. There was like duct tape, see-through duct tape sealing it. And it was taped so all around this tough, like very tough packing tape that made it difficult to open to the point where I bent the corner of this thing opening it which annoys the shit out of me because I got it pristine at the store. Should all not happen. Hail, all hail the corner. Should not happen. Should not happen. Keep the sanctity of my corner intact, brah. Anyway, so here's the awesome X-Cops. This is only... They only made like 150 or 300 of these. Uh, they were not making a lot of these. Again, uh, inner sleeve with song lyrics and titles. Um... Really beautifully printed, by the way. Like, this is gorgeously done. And then the vinyl, I think, is on this guy here. Already in the Mylar. Thank you. And this is... I'm not sure what color this is. Is this like a 
pot red. pink, a reddish pink. That's red. Uh, and I like the police tape, ex-cops do not cross, crime scene do not cross label. Very distinctive and fun. This has never been on vinyl to my knowledge. So that is my big check. Um, again, didn't you know? considering I got five of the seven ones I wanted, that's a pretty great clip for Record Store Day. Most people get one thing they want. Um, dude, I need all these things. I probably could have got away with three of them and been okay. I really didn't have $120 to spend on records that day. But there, here we are. One of the great things about living here in St. Louis is Record Store Day is celebrated, but it's just not that big of a deal because we have had vinyl record stores that never stopped. You know, places I took you and places I did not. Euclid Records never stopped. Record Exchange. We didn't go to Record Exchange, did we? Or did we? That's the old library. We did. We did. Okay. Yeah, those stores just never stopped. So... It's just, there's, there's there's a bunch of new ones. I go to the new ones, and, you know, we just don't have the people lining up for it. Excuse me, a little yawny. The, uh, the, the postscript of that, however, is uh, we also can't get good records at, at thrift shops because they're all picked over. Although I did get a copy of a Johnny Cash record there, and at a church fair they picked up a bunch of clash records and talking head records which i won in a raffle so got that going for me excuse me the uh i'm a little barney gumbly little gumbly i don't think we have anything else unless you want to hear my big personal news there's more big personal news we got a new kitty no another one Yes. Why didn't you get this kitty before I showed up? Mm, lawyer wife saw a photo. Why don't, you con at... why don't you consider my feelings about cats before we had an in-person interaction? I'm kidding. Tell uh, us about the cat. <clears throat> his name is Roy, named after Roy from IT Crowd and Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. He uh, he is another. He's a brown tabby. Lawyer wife sent me photos of cats at the cat cafe, and she said, "Let's go. Let's go scratch some kitties." And that means we're coming home with a cat. <laughs> you gotta admit that's insane. You have a house full of cats. I know. I was the voice of reason this time. I was the voice of reason. I'm like, are we sure? Are we a hundred percent sure we need a fifth cat? Lawyer wife looked at me and said, He chose us. Okay. What am I supposed to do? She said, Yeah, I Come on how, home. How, how old is this kitty? Three months. Oh my goodness! And how are the other cats treating a brand new kitty? Well, uh, we're picking him up on Saturday. Oh, you don't have him yet. Okay. No. No Saturday. I how are actually... you gonna How are you gonna socialize him into a house with a very old cat and three other ones? Same way as always. Good luck, fucker. Oh fuck. <laughs> what? That's that's the way it's you terrible. do it. Terrible. Is what? it? I don't. I don't think so. It's actually not how you do it. You're supposed to like literally slowly introduce them to the rest of them. Why? They're, they're so territorial and fighty over food and litter boxes. Look at your phone. Look at your phone. Oh my God. What? Look at your phone. Where are you looking uh, at your phone? Well, well where, where am I looking? There's many apps. Instagram. Or not Instagram. Uh, Facebook Messenger. Oh, God. He's cute. All right. I so he's a, he's a stripey. That's fine. 
He's adorable. All right, mm-hmm. I get it. Got like a weird, strange culty uh, pattern, like some satanic. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got like a snake bite head. He let me carry him. Actually, kind of looks like Vinnie Vincent the Unk. Oh Jesus bit. Christ! Don't bring him up because then I'm gonna go. Nobody needs that. We do. We need you. We need a live review of you going to see Vinnie Vincent. Look, start a GoFundMe. All right. Because it's expensive. He uh, he actually let me hold him like that for 20 minutes walking up and down stairs. And that's like, all right, well, uh, he made his choice. Dumbass. Fair enough, fair enough. But we already got his favorite food today. Oh. Yeah. Ready for him. It's a kitty's world and we're living in it. Uh, is it my turn to take us home? I think we've uh, done enough today. We can do that. And I have a live stream in 45 minutes, so I have to get re-ready to do another one of these. Um, rock, on. rock on, brother. All right. Uh, you have been listening to the Glacially Musical Podcast and also maybe watching the Glacially Musical Podcast. If you made it this far, we greatly appreciate you. You are a real one. Please like and subscribe. We're trying to put up these numbers Give us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Apparently, Google Podcasts is getting folded into YouTube Music as YouTube Music and Podcasts starting in the new year. But we're on all those things. So please, if you've got a channel you favor, follow us and like us there. Leave us a review, even a bad one. We don't care. We take it in stride. And look at Facebook.com slash Glacially Musical to see a picture of the kitten. Okay, fair enough if you did that. Posting it now. Yeah, maybe on IG also. And so, very well, or wait till you bring them home. Uh, but yeah, thanks for being here. Uh, this has been our chaser. We go back to DRI next week. You know where to find Nick. Nick underscore no underscore C on X. Glacially underscore musical just about everywhere else or at Glacially Musical. Uh, except for Blue Sky, which is dumb. But okay, fine. I am Ghost Cult Keefe of GhostCultMag.com and Ghost Cult Mag on all the socials. And like we say every week at this juncture of the show, you've been listening to the Glacially Musical podcast. It doesn't play in Peoria, but baby, I'm ready to go. And maybe Craig Baruby can get a job there. Aww. <laughs>